Begin. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. How was your week in comedy? Uh, non-existent. Literally. Wow. Remember last week when I said I don't have any sets, and you said Ah, you'll get lots of sets. I get any sets, no sets. It's Saturday. I'm thinking about going down to just kind of hanging out, see if I can just hang out at Flappers, maybe get get in. Do you have a set tonight, Saturday? No, I had like nothing this week either, except for Friday. I had two. Okay. So I went, I, my last spots were, were Saturday night. And then I went like six whole days without doing any comedy. I I had a set, but, um, apparently there was a Dodgers game, uh, right near the set and they didn't know when it would start. And, uh, it was on in the weeknight. So I was like, let's try it another time. (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And I, I, uh, I had to go over jokes on the way to the improv, like a fucking open micer. You know, because you hadn't hadn't done because because you you couldn't just do it by rote because it wasn't just in your head, your set list. No, plus I do want to I was trying to even though, you know, I was going to be basically remembering jokes from last week. I was also still trying to try a couple new tags I thought of in the shower. Right. Right. I had, I came up with some new tags, um, while I was walking the dog. Cause I can walk the dog again. Cause my foot is almost better. Yay. Which is, which is good news. Um, it what, just, what is, what's their diagnosis? Um, I didn't go, uh, oh. Thursday morning. Uh, I went to my chiropractor. I was like, maybe, maybe, uh, he he's can, not a, he's not a foot doctor. He's not a foot doctor, but I know he, he probably thinks he is. He's an all kind of bone doctor. So he, you know, he did a slight adjustment on my, on my feet. And then he, um, and then he was like, you have to also, and this is funny because the gardener guy who pulled on my foot when I fell, mm-hmm. like the first guy who was like, he's like, I said, Hey, stop pulling on my foot. I'm going to go to a professional. And he, <laughs> and he said, well, don't forget to do this exercise. And, uh, and so over the last five weeks, I have been doing this exercise where you just move your like toes. He's like, make sure to remember to exercise that thing. Cause you don't want it to stiffen up and thus no longer be usable. Right. And that's what Howard, my chiropractor also said that he said, you, you know, d- don't, overtax it but get out of the ace bandage get out of the boot and just try to just use it lightly and then if it's sore wrap it up again and you know but just get it out there a little bit more use it a little bit more and so that's what i've been doing and it's actually been working really well i'm glad i'm glad to hear that i'm glad to hear a a highly underpaid gardener gives the same advice as a (laughs) chiropractor who Uh, you respect more the chiro come on uh, and i'll tell you something the chiropractor i told the chiropractor that and he said uh, i knew a guy who um who was he was a doctor in mexico Mm-hmm. And he um, had a, he was a chiropractor and a medical doctor in Mexico. And he had a chiropractic table in his garage that a buddy of his that, you know, he heard that a, that you could go to him for 20 bucks and he would set your broken bone or he would fix you. And then you would go and then be like, oh, well, you, he's he's said it. You're fine. Uh, we're going to give you a not two pieces of wood, you know, like it's an old Western. Uh, hey, who's, who's saying this? The, uh, Howard the told me yard? a story about a guy he knew. Uh, my chiropractor okay. told me about a guy he knew who okay. who went to a guy in his neighborhood who used to okay. be a doctor chiropractor in Mexico. We are probably headed for this again. Just uh, you oh, know, falling shamans and witches that can fix <laughs> some of your problems because uh, healthcare will never be solved. Let's say this: uh, the word shame. Mm-hmm. I have been my social media. Welcome back to Facebook, by the way. Um, oh, well, let's talk about <laughs> that later. And uh, and and go listen to your album, uh, corset. So well, okay, um, you want to talk about it now? Yeah, yeah. You talk about that. I'm I'm so, done with my foot. I woke up, I forgot what was it Tuesday and they're like, all right, it's out. I'm like, what? Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize we're already at that date. Yeah. Uh, You know what? It's, um, when you're not employed, the days just, it's all one month. It's all just October until it's November, you know, (laughs) 
So uh, I was like, oh, fuck. And it's right now, including today, when this comes out on Monday, it's streaming for free on Pandora. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, so how much does that net me income wise if people can stream it for free instead of buying it? But I guess that's a strategy that it is. It is definitely a strategy. And Pandora is great. I have a lot of people who come and see me who have only listened to my stuff on Pandora. Okay, so it gets people to see you at a comedy club, but the the this the plays themselves don't really get you money, correct? They do. They do get you money. It's not a lot of money. It's not like it's not like the you know how Sirius XM is fifteen bucks a spin. Well, uh, Pandora. It, I, I, well, I guess I guess it's different because each listener is downloading it, so you can't do fifteen dollars a spin. But but anyway, it it seems like. You know, I was like, oh, all right. You know, but <laughs> but a lot of people aren't on Pandora. A lot of people uh, told me they are not going to download something and they're going to wait. So uh, it is available for sale for uh, I don't know how much how much is it? Nine ninety nine. How much are probably. albums are? or twelve ninety nine? Something yeah, like that. On, on Amazon. Yeah, they're probably Whatever, iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. On Amazon or iTunes. It's uh so yeah. comedy albums have not gone up in like 20 years. Basically, they're the same price. What a oh. fucking steal, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you're lucky, they're seventeen ninety nine, you know. And um, but I what think mostly. They, wait, how much? Some, are they? Sometimes, like I I bought um, Hold on, I bought I an album. Yeah, look it up. Look I it up on if, iTunes. Yeah. Uh, as soon as oh, upgrade to Big Sur. Just fuck off and just show me where. <laughs> what, what, what even does that? Stop mean? giving me orders. Can I just look something up? Right. Right. Um, okay. Uh. So, so here's what I'm saying though. Please buy my album. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just buy it and right. And request it if, if you can. Uh, sure. On, but here's the and, thing, you know, like I would appreciate it. And re- <laughs> review it on iTunes. Sure. Review, review it, on it Amazon. give it five stars. Please tell people why you like it. Um, you know, I, I'm not begging for, a, it's not a GoFundMe. It's like, you're getting something. You're oh getting yeah. <laughs> 10 years of curated work from me. And right. I still even like some of the jokes that are on the album, which is fucking huge. That's amazing. That is, uh, that is an enormous. <laughs> okay. Right there. So yeah. you're getting something. This isn't a charity uh, donation. I'm begging for you're getting something of quality and it, it would help me uh, get a little income. I don't know how much I get from an album because the the producer 800 pound gorilla gets half and then so i get half of it but then half i had give a percentage to my manager and i get and then itunes takes their chunk so i'm probably getting like two or three dollars it's not a lot but i mean maybe if a ton of you buy them it'll be something i feel but, like your venmo is Lori kilmartin dash three uh, dash one okay what are you talking about why are you talking I, about my venmo because i think they should just send you eleven dollars if they've listened to it on uh pandora Oh, sure. That's a great thing to ask for. And I will do that later. But here's my point <laughs> is that if the album like does well on charts, then dumb fuck club owners that don't know how to book anything out of their own instincts and instead name names, of, name, names. <laughs> name names. Well, they'll go, oh, she's she, maybe she'll bring somebody in because her album's doing OK. All right. So yeah. it would help me work more. It's not going to help me uh, be rich. It's going to help me work more. <laughs> So right. I, I just want to keep working. Okay. Right. And right, if you right. listen on my album, I'm pretty fucking good and I should be working. <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at our dear listeners. So if you go to JackieLaurie.com slash dot Seriously, just fucking go get the album. It's really easy to find. Corset. We all know that word. Okay. C-O-R-S-E-T. I hope you know my name by now. Lori Kilmartin, oh, yeah. if you're oh, a yeah. new listener. And, um, you know, it's like 50 minutes, I think, of pretty good comedy. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty (laughs) good. I'm not a genius. I do my best. I'm very, Um, I have a difference. You know? I, I I beg to differ. I would say that um, some of your jokes are literally genius. They are genuinely uh, fucking out, like unbelievably funny. So thank you. uh, Anyway. And as are you, but. You know, I didn't want to do like a, just a back reverse compliment, but yeah, <laughs> you guys late. should be fine. Both of our shit because we're, we haven't quit yet. No. Despite the industry demanding we quit. <laughs> I get emails every day from comedy clubs, from CAA, 
from uh, movie studios, please stop being in the business. Get please. out. Get, Get out. out. We don't like you. We stop liking you when you turn 35, okay? Right. Why um, can't you take the hint? I just got an email from Ted Sarandos, the CEO of Netflix. <laughs> he wants me out. Okay, so please keep me in. Just keep me in. Yeah. Keep me in the business. All right. So um, I would say this is that uh, you're going to find that the money that you make is mostly sound exchange money. It right. won't be from the, from the, right. uh, I literally just have signed a contract with 800 pound gorilla for them to deal with the video. Good. good, yeah. good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, it'll be fine. Everybody. It'll be fine. Ooh, I also, so 800 pound gorilla sent me a hard drive to mm -hmm. put all the videos on so that I could, um, Send it back to them. Send it back to them. And all of a sudden I got an email from, from them saying, hey, Amazon says they lost that hard drive, so they're sending you another one. So they sent me another one, and then I got the first one, like you do, from Amazon, right? It finally came, right? Yeah. Yeah, you would think. We finally found the price point that Amazon wants their shit back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they were like, oh, you, you put one over on Bezos. Finally, uh, but no. Nope. Turns out $400 hard drive. He wants that back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So um, I've been trying to figure out how to send it back for three days, three days trying to figure it. Oh, well, if you hadn't put this on the podcast, I would suggest that you say it was stolen. That's <laughs> what I would suggest. Oh, it never. And that's what your father would suggest, by the way, as well. Oh, which is another reason not to do it. Thank you so much for <laughs> doing exactly that. It's, um, I, I will, so, um, yeah, so I, I'm trying, like today, I just recorded something and put it on YouTube Shorts, Lori. What'd you do? Uh, I just did. What I was is YouTube Shorts? Is that a different version of YouTube? A variation? Yeah, yeah it's a 15, 30 second version. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't keep doing these. Right. Well, that's what I, you do. A, I did it on TikTok, right? Forgot. By right. the way, forgot to forgot to caption it because you can caption in TikTok. Okay. Uh, put it on Reels. I took the TikTok. I took it. I br brought it into another program. I put like little symbols, little stickers over the TikTok images. Put it on Instagram Reels, and then I took that same image and I put it on YouTube Shorts. Uh, we will see, and 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 Twitter to see if anybody gives a shit. Uh, so I put it all on all four of the places and uh, I assume that Instagram will push it to Facebook uh, Jokesmith, my Jokesmith page. And um, I'm done now, but I was going to do a real, I didn't know what, I never know what to do when you talk to people. Right. Like this is, I'm doing it now. This is a podcast. This is a conversation. Um, Correct. Is, right. So me just talking to the camera was like, Hey, I made soup today. And I said, I said lentil soup and I accidentally said lentil. And then, so I turned it into a 15 second, I don't know how to say the word lentil. Anyway, so whatever it was, I was like, maybe it'll get 2 million views because uh, the hilarious lentil lentil will be the. <laughs> sure. You never know what's going to hit. I mean, why don't you have an Armenian grandmother character and then get, have a maybe guest star and marry. What's Mary Basmagians, Mary Basmagians, uh, uh, Armenian aunt TikTok show, and see if you guys can join forces. Uh, she doesn't need my help, and I don't. I don't want to have an Armenian grandmother character. Uh, though, <laughs> hey, I got to sign an NDA, Lori. Very oh. exciting. I got oh. to sign an NDA. Can it's you tell? Can you put it in the chat since it's just me? I can't. Uh, I, I know. You'll so. Tell me um, later. I get it. I, right, right. I you understand what an NDA means. You'll tell right. me. Just <laughs> um, but I, but I will say that, um, so I did, um, the uncabaret. Yeah. And, and a woman came up to me afterwards and she was like, do you do any voiceover work? So it's a voiceover job. Oh, Hey, that, cool. That I auditioned it for. It's not so. alive that you, Created on Ron, Ron Funch's New Year's <laughs> Eve show. That's awesome. That's what, you know, and I literally, I said to her, it's on my vision board. I made a vision board like a child nerd, nerd bat. Yeah. And, uh, and she was like, well, let's see what we can do about it. Uh, and so she got me this audition and I don't know what'll happen, but, um, 
it is a very it's it's a web comic that Andy reads. I I don't think I there's one jillion web comics. I don't think I'm breaking an NDA by saying that they're going to turn possibly a web comic possibly into a possible TV show. Oh sure. So so like from webtoons or something. Yeah yeah or, or wherever is it is like highly into web comics. Yeah, I'm sure he's big yeah. time into web comics. He well. yeah, he actually made an animatic that was that of a somebody walking and my friend Cheryl who used to work on Kung Fu Panda and King of the uh King of the Hill, King of the Pride. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> King of the Hill and Father of the Pride said it's as good as the animatics they used to receive for the show. So Yep. He's like well, it's only it, 2 seconds long, but I mean, you know, that's fine. It, it probably took him a half an hour to do it. Hours. Um, yeah. 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 Forever. The, shoulder, the whole body's moving as yeah. it's walking. And I'm like, you drew every fucking line. Of, That's of it. That. That's, That's huge. Yeah. And I'll, so Andy, they made Andy, my husband, a uh, the head of the game design department at the university it teaches at, right? Yeah. The, it's a tech college university, mm-hmm. right? It's a university mm-hmm. and it's, it's really good. But he's, it's so the game design and it's, I think it's only a semester job or a couple semester job, uh, but he he has been trying. He actually found he thinks he's yeah. like, I was looking around the game design department and it is a white male sausage fest over here and all the teachers. And right. so he's like, I have got to find some women game designer uh, game designers who are willing to teach and who aren't already in demand because they're goddamn unicorns. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, so um, it was actually good because on the th- thread uh, or the, they suggested that D- Danielle Radford, who is listening right now. Hello, Danielle Radford, former comic so of the week. Creepy. Just let people be anonymous while they listen. <laughs> Who doesn't want to? I want people to say hi to me. Crawled out of her comment. skin just now hearing her voice and your seductive hello. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey, how's it going? Uh, what? Uh, see, shouldn't no. I do voiceover? I've creeped you out. Boy. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's Halloween, you guys. Um, anyway, so when he found... Creeps, but yeah, go ahead. He found... He, he might have found one, but I'm... Uh, Anybody who knows uh, women who make video games who might also be contract workers who want to teach should should uh, ping me and then I will, you know, they they should at least apply. Right. You know what? Definitely. And I find that the people that listen to our podcast, they're a higher percentage than normal of are women in male dominated professions that do stand up comedy, a lot of engineers and stuff like that. There's yeah, there's plenty, and they, they're everybody knows, and or is a person of color who's very creative, or mm-hmm. a, a woman who's very creative, or someone who isn't a straight white dude and uh, straight cis white whatever all the words straight cis white man. Thank you. <laughs> uh, other than that, I guess Bill Maher was annoying today. Uh, Alex Baldwin it. shot somebody. Uh, uh, that that is so horrifying. Um, it's horrifying. And first of all, the the woman he uh, Hadalia Hutchins, I think her. I hope I'm getting her first name right. But um, she okay, she's forty two. All right, and she just graduated from AFI American Film Institute um, in 2015. So she graduated like when she was like thirty six. And so I, I kind of like speculated, oh, it's a second career. Somebody going, hey, fuck it. I'm going to live my dream or whatever. Before this, apparently she was a journalist. Like she had a really interesting life and a life experience that you could bring to a film. And she was very respected. It, 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 like every article you read, it's more jaw droppingly like, what the fuck? How many balls can be dropped at once? You know, like no, no one jumped in. It, it reminds me of 9-11 where you're like, you're like, oh, let's see. You simulated this whole thing and you didn't check anything. And uh, people didn't want to, they didn't want to learn how to land planes. That didn't, no one just uh, made a call about that. Like it was like a series of what? No one did anything. And then this happens, you know? Yeah. And well, I mean, for the scuttlebutt is that these were non-union prop masters. Right. And that, uh, that a lot of the 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 crew had already walked off the set yeah that morning 
apparently. That morning because they had not been paid in three weeks and there had been safety issues and they hadn't even hired a medical person for the set. And so there was just one. And this woman, she has a kid. Yeah. And I mean, the whole thing is just just a debacle. And I. And, yeah. He. Baldwin's a producer on it. So he's right. responsible for this shit. He's not just some dumb actor that was given a prop and accidentally shot it, which yep. could happen as well. That could have been that could have been Danny Point. That, that could have been the end him. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone just gave Baldwin a, a gun, but he he's a producer, so he knows there's labor problems. He knows they've complained that they've already complained twice about some kind of problems with guns uh and safety issues prior to that that twice two complaints or two problems came up prior to the shooting. Like you knew you fucking knew. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you're complicit in I so read, many. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. What? Yeah. Just the worst. And, um, Oh, and then somebody, what? Oh, I, I sent you that tweet. Somebody, I'm not, we're not oh, saying somebody, who. we're not saying who, but she riffed on well, what it yeah, was. Could have been that, anyone. She made, you know, comics. Uh, it could have been any of us. Could have been right. We could have thought that it was because I could have thought that was funny and th- and and tweeted that. But Had this it been could... outside our profession, it probably would have been funnier, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Being in the entertainment industry yeah. definitely hurts it. And it, and it's a woman, and you're like, oh, I know it must be so oh. fucking. The other thing I was thinking, it must be. It's one of those jobs where. It, it it's it's very hard for a woman to have that career it's very it's like five percent women it's ridiculous yeah. it's way worse than stand-up right so mm-hmm. you and i and many female comics have been in a situation where you're like this gig sucks uh this i don't feel safe i will finish this week out i'll finish this thing out and then i'll never do it again i can not see gonna work with probably these telling people. herself yeah. Let me just get two more weeks shooting with these dumb fucks, and then I'm out of here, and I'll never work for these assholes oh again. My God, because that it's is hard exactly, to get work when you're a woman, you know. That is exactly. God damn it! That that makes me even angrier because yes. how many gigs have we both done? Sadly, yeah. that? just going. It's dumb. I don't. I'm just gonna not be in that part of the club. I don't want to yeah. talk to that person. I'm right. gonna make somebody walk me to my car. I'm gonna make somebody check out the condo before I go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, so this person, so a comic, so a comic tweeted a joke, <laughs> which is it was a fine, serviceable joke. But okay, joke. Also tagged another comic in it, and I think <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck? Get me out of this joke!" And Get me so, because the tweet came up, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's a little that's that's unwise professionally to tweet that." So then I just wanted to see because it had been on my phone for a few seconds. <laughs> so I'm like, "Is this getting any traction?" So I just wanted to see if anyone had commented, like, "Take this down immediately." <laughs> and I hit the tweet, and it's like this tweet has been deleted. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god! So, so moments within later, a minute, some. Yeah. Somebody made a phone call. Get that fucking thing off the internet. Oh my God. That was so funny. Thank and God they did. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and they, and they heard it and they took it down and now it's down. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, sometimes you just, uh, you're just putting words together and you yep. don't think you don't realize, you know, maybe this isn't the right audience for this joke. Right. That just happened. Right. And it literally feels there's moments of too soon. I don't know. Yeah. 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 There yeah. are, and it doesn't take long and then it'll be fine. But until yeah, then, really. yeah, and then it'll be hack. Like mm-hmm. you want oh, right. to a spot where it's not too soon, but it's not hacky. Because the Alec Baldwin jokes are coming, and they'll be forever, right? Yeah. So, so you want to wait the long, just a long enough time where people don't think you're a monster, mm-hmm. but you get a clever one in there. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's a dance that every comic on social media <laughs> dances every day. Ah, uh, yes, in four four time. So. Uh, <laughs> We did, you know, we did a, it was an impromptu comedy brunch. Mm-hmm. Essentially, um, a couple people came over mm-hmm. and came to the diner and hung out. That was fun. So I got to see comics. That was, I didn't get to do any comedy. I didn't get to, but I got to hang out with comics. I, um, I saw last night I was at uh, the improv and then I went to Jetpack. Okay. And, uh, so I saw um, Tony Kameen was at the improv. 
Oh, fun. Like one of my oldest friends in comedy. I've known him. We've known each other since we started in the late 80s. A San Francisco guy from Palo Alto. No one is from San Francisco, guys. We're all from the suburbs around or Mountain Views because he's got a Google joke. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I picked up a date at the Punchline in San Francisco in oh, cool. uh, March or April. I forget the exact. I mean, I'll let you know. You don't have yeah. to buy tickets yet. But uh, I think Tony's going to feature. So, Oh, my God. United. That's awesome. I love seeing him. You know what? So, so I did the the gala a couple years ago at Just for Laughs, right? Yeah. And so I recorded a set and they put it on, you know, the CW, which I assume no one saw, right? (laughs) Right. No one. Who has CW? Right. I don't know. I don't know. But so now they they chopped it up and they put it on the internet and um, they they destroyed a joke. They're like, I used to have a joke where I'm a single mom and I just tried mushrooms for the first time. Not because oh, yeah. I want to get high. I'm trying to lose custody of my son. Okay? That's the joke. That's the joke. So this is what they put on the internet. I'm a single mom and I'm trying to lose custody of my son. It makes no sense. They're trying. They took they out, took the, out the middle. Part. Right. Be, uh, because they wanted to put it on some clean channel that you can't mention drugs. So took- why fuck with it? They took the engine out of the car and just put bumpers up and said, take this for a drive. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So I, my, I commented under the video. I'm like, this isn't the joke. I don't want people <laughs> thinking that's my joke. Right, this right. isn't a joke. No, that's uh, brutal. Hey, uh, let's take a break. Well, hello, I'm Renee Colvert. Hi, I'm Alexis Preston, and we are the hosts of Can I Pet Your Dog? And we got breaking news, we got an expose, and all the beans have been spilled via an Apple podcast review that said, this show isn't well-researched. <gasps> well, yeah, no duh. Of course it's not. Not since the day we started has it been well-researched. Guessing and anthropomorphizing dogs is what we do. The Can I Pet Your Dog promise is that we will never do more than 10 seconds of research before telling you excitedly about any dog we see. I'm going to come at you with top 10 enthusiasm, minimal facts. We're here for a good time, not an educated time. So if you love dogs and you don't love research, well, <laughs> you know what? Come on in to Can I Pet Your Dog podcast every Tuesday on Maximum Fun Network. <laughs> Guys, did you know that most grocery store seafood you eat was frozen, then thawed, then uh, just to present to you as fresh. Fresh doesn't always mean best. It doesn't mean like it was just caught out of a lake and brought to Ralph's, okay? (laughs) Uh, They froze it and then they thawed it. So start enjoying your seafood with flavor preserved at the peak of freshness with Wild Alaskan Company, okay? Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably sourced, wild-caught seafood right to your door. You choose from salmon, cod, halibut, even more than that. Uh, Each shipment contains premium cuts of individually wrapped portions of delicious seafood that are all ready to prepare and so easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company seafood, it's always wild. It's wild. It's out of control. It's never farmed or modified. It contains no antibiotics. So right now you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit Wild Alaskan, K-A-N. You can do this. Company.com slash Jackie Laurie. That's Wild Alaskan Company.com slash Jackie Laurie. Yeah, uh, I like uh, the fact that they have uh, locks that they have they have they have fresh things, and then they have like locks that I can use on bagels, and yeah. then they have cod that I can do with uh, green onions and ginger, which is currently my favorite way to do it. So it's Wild Alaskan A L A S K A N Company dot com slash Jackie Laurie. It'll be in the notes. Jackie, we're having family dinner tonight, and they're cooking some of my salmon right now. The two, my son and his father. Okay. I'm so excited. I, I'm still, I still don't know how to cook cod. So maybe you can help me or someone can send me a recipe, but I'm, I, uh, the salmon, I just lemon pepper and olive oil and it's so good. I love it. Oh, there you go. It's mm-hmm. uh, and then do you do it in a, in a, in a pan or do you bake it? A uh, pan pan. Well, yeah. that's what you can do with cod. You can bake it with a tinfoil cover. Okay. Wild Alaskan company.com slash Jackie Laurie. $15 off. 
The holidays will soon be upon us. As far as I'm concerned, they're here. And you have more important <laughs> things to do than to focus on how comfortable your pants are. Uh, here's a new secret weapon to navigating the holiday season with ease and comfort. Beta brand. Beta, I, I'm so on board with beta brand, by the way. Beta yeah. brand's dress yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants. But they look like professional dress pants. They even look like jeans, you guys. I just got a pair of jeans. I bought a pair of jeans. And I bought a new pair of uh, fancy pants, how tooth uh they're made of the kind that ron rontowski has i got the jeans yeah which have front pockets and back pockets like people like women we want all the pockets yeah they're made of wrinkle resistant stretch knit fabric and so they look good all day it's like one of those secret pairs of pants that will always look good that they do in mystery novels where the lady always has she pulls out and then she looks stylish there's so many different styles to choose from like straight legs skinny joggers and more and i go with a boot cut myself and a huge variety of colors and patterns from classic black black to houndstooth or stripes uh Anyway, right now, our listeners can get 30% off their order when you go to Beta Brand, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash Jackie Laurie. So betabrand.com slash Jackie Laurie for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use our special URL, it's automatic. You're supporting our show, too. So find out why everybody why women are ditching typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress yoga pants uh, at Beta Brand dot com slash Jackie Laurie for 30% off. Yeah. Listen, you get your stamps from Mark Marin's podcast and you get your beta brand from the Jackie and Laurie show. Okay. That's how you show your love. There we oh go. yeah. I mean, Kyle is, uh, had, had stuff to do today. Yeah, so, uh, Life's she, lady. And me, mm-hmm. people are probably wondering and, uh, but he'll be back next week. He'll be back to laugh at our, our comments. It's hard to schedule a podcast every single weekend. <laughs> For six years straight without somebody missing one sometime. <laughs> I have to tell you that uh, I, so I have a couple of dork forests in the can mm-hmm. and I, I want to get all of November and December because I'm traveling so much with all the family stuff and work. Uh-huh. And I, for some reason, can't face the scheduling. Uh, so, and, uh, and most of the lists that I'm working off of are straight white guys. So I'm trying to scheduling. Oh, oh you mean the guys, dork yeah, dork forest guests. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And so I have, uh, I think it was two guys named Matthew and a guy named Mike in a row. And, uh, so, oh, and, and I, got, I got a, I got a new dork forest t-shirt. Cute. Very cute. Uh, bright like green. Mm-hmm. And then. Also, so my album comes out next month. Cool. And because my album comes out next month, um, and it was sort of paid for, I the money that I used to, to pay for it are is Dork Forest money, is Jackie and Lori money, is donations that I received uh for and that's what I used to pay for the it wasn't really stand-up money that paid for it. It was COVID, you know, me grinding it out, yeah. you know, and a lot of that. So Carmen Morales was like, you should make that staycation t-shirt, uh, just the front design and send it to all the super fans. And so oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And so, and you know, and Caitlin Gill is actually uh, in an upcoming episode of the dork forest because she's printing t-shirts and she'll also do fulfillment. So I'm going to have her print that des- the design um, and then and fulfill it. But what I have to do is come up with a list of everybody who's donated over a hundred dollars. Oh, nice. And then and it's only it's not that many people, but it's uh, and then she's going to fulfill it. And I'm um, and so I have to get their addresses and sizes and stuff like that. Could you so you put their names on the back? I'm just trying to think of like the uh, the punchline used to do shirts at the end of the year and they put they list all the comics on the back who worked that year. And give oh, a, like a thank you thing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And uh, so what you could do is like break them into money chunks, like, but don't say a oh, thousand and over. <laughs> Just say like the biggest Jackie Cajun fan, um, medium, medium, but beloved fan or something like that. Just break them into little, uh, if you want, or you don't I, you just put their, all their names on it. I, yeah. I'm not going to put any of their names on it. They're just going to get oh. the, yeah. It's just going to be the, uh, the staycation logo with the word. Yeah. It, it's, it's just going to be a, a, an album. It's going to be a very specific album t-shirt. Cool. That they, that only, uh, you know, the, the, the big donors, 
to that help me pay for it are going to get as a thank you. You know, it's just of like, course. and it's a really good idea, but it is uh, another task. So uh, I have to say yeah. that to some extent, I almost didn't miss stand up this week because I've been multitasking a thousand admin things. And so uh, tonight I may actually just go and hang out at a comedy club and, and pray for a set. You'll get one. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I had to quickly, uh, figure out Pandora <laughs> as soon as my album was released. Cause I was supposed to make these little intros for each track, you know, uh, a long oh, time that's ago. that's interesting. And I okay. was like, oh, I'll get to it. And, uh, so then it was already out when I got to it, but, um, that wasn't as hard as it seemed when, it, when someone sends instructions and they're like, uh, there's more than four bullet points. I immediately put it in a folder <laughs> on my Gmail and I never read it. I like to uh, read just actually, the first bullet point, respond yeah. to it, and then maybe read the second bullet point and then respond to it after it's like a week goes by. If it's seven bullet points, you're killing me. Yeah. So, uh, but it wasn't that hard. It was actually pretty easy to do. And yeah. uh, then I added ones for all my road gigs. Like, so it'll play in front of an album if the person lives or is listening like in Austin or San Antonio about me being at the Creek uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, etc. cetera. Uh, also with Fort Collins and uh, Burlington. And uh, I got to do Acme. That makes me, that reminds me, got to do Acme. Okay. But that wasn't that hard. And now I'm like, Ooh, I like to do it. Oh, good. Good. Cause I, I got bored. Yeah. Um, so, but I have to say that I'm going to Acme November 4th or 5th uh, for their 30th anniversary. And, uh, and that'll be super fun, but I'm only doing yeah. one 20 minute set. Um, because it's a, it's an anniversary weekend. Yeah, it's so kind of a festival. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But Mary Mack is did this weekend. And uh -huh. so you do Acme's podcast if you do Acme usually. Yeah. The headliner does. And so Mick is doing the podcast and Lewis is in the audience. And so she got to ask Lewis a question. I've never even thought about asking Lewis and Lewis answered it. And he answered it in such a 1991 way that it made me laugh so hard. So Acme opened in 1991, Acme in Minneapolis. Right. right. So Mick was like, hey, uh, why did you name it Acme? I always assumed he named it Acme because because com comedy club owners name things after weird comedy things. And I thought it was a Wiley Coyote Roadrunner thing. Right. And he answers it and he goes, because it starts with an A and there was no Internet. And in the phone book, Acme Comedy Club comes up first before the comedy gallery. Wow, you have frozen, which means that maybe I froze. Are you back? I am back. I am. Uh, I froze, I guess, huh? You froze right when you said there was no internet. And it's like the internet was so angry with you for even reminding people. <laughs> I think we're okay. Uh, uh, I think so. How do you feel? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. We, we, could, uh, we could No, I think start uh, over. Yeah, let's just start over. You guys, it's 2016. We're going to start talking. No, uh, no, I think that uh, I'll have him just check. Okay. But I think it's okay, actually. All right. So like about 40 minutes in. But yeah, so that, so just because it would be first in the um, in the club part of the yellow pages. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Like it be, it beat. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't name it Triple A Comedy. I mean, well, the the, the host guy uh, asked him if he thought about naming it AA, A <laughs> Acme or whatever, mm -hmm. and um, that very question, and he was like, no. Yeah, Acme Comedy Company. And so, but it was fat, like literally it blew Mary Mac's mind and it blew yeah. my mind when I heard that answer because I did not suspect such a thing at all. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I That reminds me, like when I was working, I was working like in some, some triple run in the early 90s. And uh, I just started, I started, I got the, because it was in a hotel. So there was a phone book there. So I start. I left voicemails for three people whose last name was Kilmartin, 
And I said, "Hey, uh, my name is Lori Kilmartin, and uh, I don't know if we're related, but I'm actually at the at the at the Red Lion tonight. If you want to come to a show, this is pre Pandora, you guys. Well yeah. done. <laughs> I was individually calling potential audience members. Um, I'm in your town, <laughs> and I always call Lori's, no matter even <laughs> today, even this day, I call them. But uh, yeah, so no one showed up, as far as I know." Um, which is classic Kill Martin, by the way. Uh, no support. <laughs> no support. What do you got this week? Um, well, you know, uh, hopefully I'll get some little spotlets, you know, tonight through Wednesday. Um, Thursday, where my son and I and my mother's ashes are driving up to the Bay Area. We have the burial, uh, or we're going to put her in the niche with my dad on Friday. So she finally gets to be with my dad. And uh, then we drive back on Saturday. So I don't have much going on those three days. I don't think I'm going to do a spot or anything. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should just... Oh, I'm back on Facebook to fucking sell my album. Maybe I should ask the San Francisco comedy group if there's a, a show someplace I could just, you know, on the East Bay, something in Oakland or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you could, uh, I, no, I think Mike Kaplan's there. This, not Mike Kaplan. I think Matt Kirshen is at the Alameda Club this weekend, but I don't know who's at the Alameda Club next weekend. You um, might be able to pick up a guestie there. Yeah. Or just like some little open mic, some little dirty open mic. Sure. <laughs> dirty, dirty I just dirty want it mic. to be low-key, dirty, no pressure, you know? I'm doing very, a lot of pressure, doing Dynasty yeah. Typewriter on, uh, I believe, Saturday night I have a set. Oh, nice. Um, but that's, I think, all I've got. And then Sunday is Halloween, and we always have right. like 100 kids. Right. We didn't last year because it was uh, lockdown, but I think this year there's going to be kids. Yeah, I think so, too. We will be doing Halloween as well. I'm, we're bringing Charmy up with us. Um, I, I'm renting a SUV because uh, I don't want to drive this uh, 2009 Corolla. I just feel like it's I know when I'm going, you on are correct. Lot, I always rent a car, you know? OK, I, yeah. So going to have an SUV and uh, uh, have the dog and I'm staying at a really shitty hotel that allows dogs. And apparently has smoking rooms. So it's one of <laughs> wow. It's the old times. It's the old days for sure. Smoking yeah. rooms. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring whatever you need. Yeah. <laughs> there's a gun rack next to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Can you believe, have you been, have you tuned out of Chappelle and all? Yeah. All the, yeah. 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 What, is, what happened? Oh, there was, you know, there was a walkout. A lot of uh, employees walked out of, um, Netflix to protest. Oh, I heard about that. I and I did see that somebody asked me if I wanted to protest Louis C.K. at the Improv, Hollywood Improv. Right. Yeah, there was a protest for that. He was. He was. uh, I was busy playtesting something. I think. I'm so sorry. I. I. I, You know. uh, I just. I really want to focus on my act. You know, sometimes I, I like I here's what Netflix should do is give specials to uh, a lot of trans comics. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that what would I, solve. That would solve. I'm not against people like people can work. That's a, but also look at your lineups. Are there how come there are no more? There aren't enough women. How come there aren't enough? Tra- you know what I mean? Like, let's. I'm not trying to take anyone's work away, but let's add work to other people as well. I, I too. And I don't know if you've heard this, this term Mm -hmm. it's anti-homogeneity where Mm. it's not a quota system or making sure that you get two black people, two trans people, two people who are developmentally, you know, or who've got some other, whatever, minority or whatever you want that non-white cis dude just make sure it's not all white cis dudes right Mm -hmm. and if you have a 10 spots and eight of them are dudes uh i I mean i saw a lineup i saw a lineup 17 spots and one woman i was like how can this be i just don't i don't it's so to me, that's what drives me nuts. It doesn't drive me nuts that Louis is working uh, wherever he works. You know, it drives me nuts that 
other people aren't working. It only drives me nuts where Louis working because I didn't want it to be, um, I don't want it to be unsafe. I don't think it's honestly, I, I don't think he's going to be doing that to anybody. Like he, I think he's, I think he understands. You think he might be done? You think he might be yes. done with his sexual yes. predatoriness? So in terms of like, you can be in a room with Louis CK, he's not going to jerk off in front of you and try to, uh, hide it i try to tell you not to tell anyone or he's going to ruin your career you know what i mean like i doubt that's going to happen again i you know even he has that much common sense you know it's more of uh to me it's more of just this exhaustion of oh my god let's we gotta rehab this guy and we gotta make sure he still has his opportunities it's like do you have to put that much energy into this person into that that guy (laughs) and why don't we just put that energy right right you're sick of yeah, you're you're sick of how many chances everybody gets. Yeah, like rather what, than yeah. Yes, yes. So you know he he'll do whatever he's gonna do, and uh, and his, I, his audience not, will be his audience, and yeah. Yes, there's people that want to see it, and you know that's fine. That's they're allowed, and everyone's allowed. I just you know I wish there were uh, more women working all of these rooms. Well, and here's here's a weird here's a weird gig that I just looked up that I would show you a picture of if we were in person. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just going to have to um type it. Okay. Um So, this show Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Have you seen that it's There's eight comics. Right. And six of them are men. Hmm. And but it doesn't make any, I don't even know what one of them is, but it's just, it doesn't make, doesn't make any sense to me, you know? Um, anyway, so I'm just annoyed. I think I'm annoyed that neither of us were asked uh, to be on that because sure. I think we're pretty supportive. But yeah. what are you going to do? Uh-huh. What are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to do? I, I want a thousand sets. I want to figure stuff out. Um, I just... Yeah. I don't yeah. go on the road again until that first week weekend of November. Um, I am. I figured out uh, what to do about those challenge coins, mm-hmm. and I've I've figured out some merch stuff. You went noir. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> not good. It's almost black and white. You know. So the other thing, like at least Louie is doing new material. Is he? The other thing I hate losing out spots to is the people who aren't fucking writing any jokes. <laughs> you know, I'm more insulted by that than uh, a, 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 a rehab sex predator. Okay. Who's, who's, who, go ahead. Sorry. Who's not, who's not writing new jokes that is also getting a lot of work. I mean, Chappelle's closer supposedly is something he's been working on for a couple of weeks. I don't, I, 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 I don't think I'm losing spots to Chappelle. No, I'm just saying like, I see some, some people on lineups and I'm like, I, every time I see this person, they're doing the same shit. I yeah. and not that I hang around much, but like, whatever. yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, there's dinosaur issues everywhere. And quality and, control. Like, is anyone watching the shows? Right. Besides angry comics in the back. <laughs> right. And and making any sort of uh though I oh, I actually was talking to somebody today and I oh I it was Augie. I was talking to Augie at lunch and I was saying that I think that there not only are there dinosaur comics who aren't writing, yeah. There's also, I think, dinosaur club owners. Yeah who aren't um who aren't sort of updating their club or updating oh, you know the sure. things yeah sure. and that i think has been a problem since of course the dawn of man you know the 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 beginning of it all this before dinosaurs before dinosaurs it was just amoebas trying to be funny and it was like jesus christ evolve and uh, <laughs> and, uh but there's no yeah i was just thinking about the clubs that i wish would just i don't know just fix your green room you know you fix your you know just you know you just had two years why don't you wipe down the the light fixtures uh yeah yeah check it like chris gorbos at the west side redid the entire room during uh including the bathroom which is gorgeous right during during lockdown it looks amazing 
It looks amazing. Vermont is, Burlington is doing the same thing. So they're expanding and figuring it out. It's going to be beautiful, right? And um, I just think that it was such an, you know, it was yeah. a way to make fucking lemonade, you know? I think I think um, the Ice House is doing that. They yeah. are doing that. The like, yeah. again, we, we must always acknowledge the genius of Bob Fisher for selling the Ice House <laughs> months before. Like he owned it for like 40 years. Right. And he, he decides to sell it a couple months before the pandemic. Astonishing. Just astonishing, right? Yeah. Um, but he sold it to uh, one of the Lakers. The, yeah, the family that owns the Lakers, so they can absorb it. Yeah. And I guess they're renovating it and all this kind of stuff. So Which, that'll be that'll be cool when it comes up. You know what? That made me what we were talking about though is like Lucian Hold at the comic strip. Did you ever know him? Yeah. 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 I met so, him in Aspen, I think, in ninety six. Whether, and so he, he would always book me when I went to New York. Oh, that's great. He always book me. That's cool. He was very opinionated and often comics disagreed and some rightfully of their assessment of him. But he watched the shows and he cared. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tom Sawyer, who used to, uh, you know, he still works at Live Nation, but he used to own Cobbs, would drive comedians insane in San Francisco commenting on jokes and stuff like that but oh he had some advice for me tom sawyer did yeah he did i don't don't remember because i try to block it out it's it was Uh, no no jimmy brogan uh but he (laughs) he's exactly like jimmy brogan because every time i worked for tom sawyer he had advice so but he he did it out of love for stand-up you know whether you agreed with his assessment or not entirely i feel like some people are just like they are you know, do you, do you like stand up? Do you watch it? Do you, what's your, what's your favorite kind? Who's your favorite? What's your favorite joke that you've just heard tonight at your, yeah. at, at the comedy club you own? Right. At the <laughs> comedy know? club you own, whose stuff are you loving right now? Yeah. Or like Lewis will tell care? me, Lewis will tell me stuff that, that, that who he really liked in the last, you know, month or so. Like when yeah. I talked to him, he's like, Oh, you should have seen this or you should have seen that. Yeah. It means that he's watching, you know, yeah, he watches, he'll tell he enjoys stand up comedy. Yeah. He comes to at least one show and just mm-hmm. sits and watches. Right. Right. And when his cool. kids were younger, um, I think he needed out more. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's so funny that not, it's not funny. It's just, it's just weird. Like, so if you, if you look at Chappelle's, like, I, you know, when you do late night set, your hair is. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened either. Oh my God. Wow. Do you want to take five and just fix that? Just keep talking. But it's weird because when you do, as a comic, when you do a late night set, they pour over every single joke. It's like, well, let's just do the first half of this chunk, not the second half. Let's do, 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 right? You all of a sudden have this incredible input you may not agree with. Right. With the booker, but you got to yeah. do what they say because it's their show, right? Right. But then Netflix will be like, well, we, we, we you know, we, we expect an hour a year from this guy. And even though he's got to, he's got to give us an hour, even though there's a pandemic and they don't give notes to him. You know, it's, it's just, it's so, it's so strange on, on both ends of comedy where, you know, you are micromanaged and then no one gives you any advice. Maybe, yeah. you know, I, I don't know who there's a certain level. Let's yeah. take a break, but, um, I want to, um, let's take one more break here. Okay. Hello, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And we host Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. Every week, we share media that made us who we are. Things like Archie Comics, Sailor Moon, and lots of Taylor Swift. And now that Riley's an adult, it comes with 100% more butts. And now I am totally comfortable with it. So check out new episodes of Still Buffering every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Butts, butts, butts. Join in, Riley. Butts, 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 butts. So because I want to say that the the crazy thing is, is do you remember Eddie Murphy's Raw? I think it was yeah. raw. Was that his first one? Yeah. And it was 10, 10 years of material, right? Or more. It was his first big special. Wow. Whatever I mean, it was, if that was raw. 
He was, he was, uh, he was on SNL, but when did he, was he? I think he was about 26 or 28, something okay. like that. Okay. So it was, it was his entire career, an hour. And then they said, hey, next year, do another hour. And it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or there isn't a pandemic. If you don't have writers and you don't have time, you're not going to have another hour that's going to compare to your 10 year hour. Right. It just, you just aren't. Yeah. And, um, and the expect, and it's hard to turn down the money. It's hard to turn down the attention. Oh, and just so, you know, you're hot strike while it's, you're hot and he, him not knowing he could, he's going to have 30 years of a career and, and more just think he made him a flash in the pan. I, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone would say yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's banana land. So, um, so I, I, I'm not like a massive Eddie Murphy fan. Was this second special not as, uh, not as, well? not as good. It was actually, this was back in the day when people were making me watch comedy specials, which is why I can't watch them anymore. Possibly right. because I'm just like, guess what? Uh, somebody made me listen to all of Lenny Bruce's albums. Uh, the, even the ones where he yeah. read the transcripts of his, of his, I don't remember trial. laughing. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I feel bad because like it, it kind of feels like like comedy history homework yeah which, you know it's not bad to do but it's it's not like you know I it's don't know. it's homework and we're, which we're is a horrible art that doesn't age very well which really sucks because it's really hard to have a body of work you know yeah yeah it know. really is hard to have a body. When you look back on it, you're just like, well, what is going to hold up? And if you think about, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it was like with, with Mel Brooks or Hitchcock, you know, those there, there are, there are filmmakers and Mel Brooks and Hitchcock are two very, very different examples. Mm -hmm. But, um, but for some reason, Hitchcock does hold up, right? It doesn't happen to, it doesn't. I haven't actually I'm talking out of my ass because I haven't seen all of Hitchcock. Some of them are very scary. So I haven't seen them. Uh, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not Doug Benson here. I don't know. Right. Right. A, right. You're not a, but, I, but, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the point you were making was and maybe you don't either. And guess what? It's a free podcast. So we <laughs> don't always land on something that we thought we were headed for. But I, but I do think you're right about that body of work business, because when I look back, I have five albums, right? Mm -hmm. um, I guess now it's going to be six. And um, and it is. Or whatever, five, maybe whatever it is, if I go back to that, I, I was selling my CDs and all I had left were the first ones, the Circus People albums. Mm -hmm. And so at Maria's show and all I had left were the Circus People albums. And somebody said, should I buy that album? And I said, no, <laughs> I actually can't just sell you that album because you saw me do 20 minutes in front of Maria, 25 minutes, yeah. and you're going to listen to this album. I don't like that. I want to sell you if first album. I want it to be bread. I want, uh, I want it to be the bread album mm -hmm. because the bread album is the one that I, I made myself. It's half of that and half of the new stuff that I redid. It's sort of a re, it was a, it was, right. it, it was a best of with some new stuff yeah. from the one that I burned on my, on my, my, my desktop in the nineties. Oh my God. And circus people came out in the middle of that and so it is some good stuff, but it is whatever. It isn't my favorite. Well, you know, it's it's weird. Like musicians, they'll have their early music. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not as good as their like recent stuff, but it's not bad. It's usually right. not bad. They got it if they if they have a good voice, like even early Adele before she knew how to write anything, still gonna sound good. Yeah, right? it's still gonna early, yeah, it's gonna hook. Early stand-ups? Mm -mm. Almost <sighs> never. Almost like, ever. You have the work you have to do to find something that's worth it. It's weird. It's just what it, too bad we aren't rock stars. Yeah. Too bad <laughs> stand up isn't music. It's so different. So trying to get a body of work that is the in stand up is so interesting. Yeah. There's, there's, um, you know, uh, while I was on Pandora just doing intros for the new chunks, the new bits. I was like, I, I, you know, there's other other things popping up from an early album I did a while ago, like in 2009. But 
if I was doing it in 2009, the jokes I started writing were like in 2005, six, you know, seven, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like going up in front of like half the tracks and going, um, hey, this hey is guys. Probably, I probably wouldn't do this joke now, but I hope you enjoy it and give me a thumbs up. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so fun for people. Really? I think I, I will think do that then. I may steal that. Uh, <laughs> Cause, uh, what the hell? Yeah. Um, I don't know how long we've done. I feel like we have like two or three more minutes to do here. Mm. You know? Yeah, because, oh, we did ads and that took a little while. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. I've got, uh, I don't have much coming up this week. Maybe we didn't, gonna... You know what we didn't do? Hmm. We didn't do the comic of the week. What? Oh, Kyle, you have to put this in early. Or we could close on it. Wow. You know what? It's a, my album's out. I'm a new, your album's coming out. We're, we're crazy now. We're all crazy. The world's gone topsy-turvy six years later. Comic of the week at the end. Yes. Uh-huh. And I worked with her, um, I think it was just a month ago. And um, is it, I? it's Shanna Christmas? Shanna Christmas. Yes. Shanna Christmas. And it's S-H-A-N-N-A Christmas. Like fucking Christmas. Yeah. Her name is, I love her name is Shanna Christmas, and it's at Shanna Christmas everywhere you want to be. And uh, she's freaking hilarious. She it's really, I remember laughing in real life. And then I looked up a bunch of uh, videos and they were, and I sent them to you and we both mm-hmm. laughed. I'm doing a show that she's producing called Tits and Giggles, uh, November <laughs> 13th, I think, or 12th. But awesome. to my point is, you know, uh, very tempting to do a joke about the name. I have no idea if she does a joke like this, but... If she were to do a joke about like Baron Trump and the conservatives came after her, she'd be like, oh, the conservatives are trying to cancel Christmas. <laughs> Shanna Christmas, you guys. Shanna, that's free. You can have that. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, I'm trying to think the last time someone. Oh, I know. There was a woman at the show two weeks ago, two weekends ago, the Chicago shows, who was super drunk, but she spent like $120 at the merch table. And then she touched my hair a lot. I am just reminded that she just sort of leaned in with her mask going, hey, your hair is acting weird. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to. But, But wait, how much did she spend? $120. You know? I don't know. I think I, it's uh, prostitution. I let her do it. You could, to me, that's, that's six books. And it, it, <laughs> here's my pledge to you. If mm-hmm. you buy six books after a show, you can touch uh, not only my hair, but uh, a part of my body. Uh, to be determined. TBD. Your choice. Customer's choice. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.